Hello, I'm Joshua Vickery. And I'm Mary Thompson Hunt. Welcome to From the Heart. Central Florida is widely known for its tourist spots and attractions, but many people don't know about its thriving arts community. On this show, we are excited to introduce to you talented and passionate artists who shape our arts community. How do they create and why? And how can Central Florida benefit from an even greater arts presence? On each episode, we'll introduce you to guests who are influential leaders and artists who are truly making a difference. From the Heart. Hello, Mary. Hi, Joshua. How are I you, said my that friend? from the heart a little different this time. I know. I noticed there was a different inflection in I, there. I've changed. My heart's growing. <laughs> in the positive direction, right? <laughs> yes, I've okay. missed you. I've missed you, too. We, I was just saying, it seems like longer, but you did a show with uh, our friend Cole Neesmith mm-hmm. to talk about Creative City Project, which has happened since the last time yes. we were on air together. It was very successful. Yeah, and you got to host one of the stages, mm-hmm. right? With Bob Codsis. Oh, with Bob. Mm-hmm. So wonderful. We had so much fun. We were so silly. We went and got lots of candy that we tossed out. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> that keeps an audience around. Um, and just played with people. It was, And we had great talent on our stage. Of course, every stage did. Yeah, and who were some of the organizations that you had? Oh, my goodness. You're asking me about a few weeks ago. I'm seeing <laughs> all of their acts. We had from reggae music. We had a lot of dancers. Oh, Robert Hill had some of his ballet. Oh, good. Had the ballet out, out there. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of musicians, just a little bit of everything. Yeah. Speaking of uh, the ballet, you know, there's been so many great shows and events that have happened since you and I have been uh, on the show last. Uh, and I saw Swan Lake. Mm. Uh, it was just fantastic. It was, you know, the ballet, uh, it was one of the most um well done ballets that I've seen Orlando Ballet do since I've been here. And of course, Orlando Philharmonic uh, was the live music and it was just beautiful. That's such a majestic and epic score. Yes. And I'm so thankful they were able to have live music and not a track. Yes. And that's uh, something you two talked about since the day we first had you two together on this yeah, show. Yeah. And we're trying, we're trying to, to be the orchestra again for Beauty and the Beast uh, mm. in March for them. So we're we're all committed to helping the ballet have uh, live music, but lots I of will, great shows. I will happening. say that at the at the uh, at the, the event we were just talking about, Immerse. Creative City, mm-hmm. yeah, Immerse. Immerse. Oh, it has a new name, yes. Immerse. That's yes. yeah, it goes sponsored by Creative City Project. Well, I stood next to Robert Hill as his dancers came out onto the stage, and as they danced, he is so proud of them. He yeah. kept going, "Look at their lines! Oh, look at their! Oh, that's beautiful! Oh, beautiful!" I mean, he was just so full of admiration and praise for them. I just had to giggle and went, "They are so lucky to have." him love them as much as he does yeah and we um i sat behind him actually the row behind him at swan lake and i i just watched his demeanor to see if he was not pleased with at some point and he just stayed positive and excited mm. the whole time mm-hmm. so i thought that as an artistic director usually you can you know there, there's some kind of notion that you weren't happy with something that happened on stage and he was very proud another great show was newsies at the Orlando repertory yes. theater yes uh, incredible! Did you get to see I that? Did not. They really fantastic. I, I, I was blown away by how much young male talent, singing, dancing, acting that we have here locally. And there's a lot of dancing in that show. Yeah, those kids were not, you know, flown in from New York City or LA. Yeah. They were right here, you know, in Orlando, and it was so well done. Oh, I was how wonderful! Really pleased with it. And very proud of that. That was, you know, something here locally. So. Was there by chance a talk back at the end of that performance? Not the day that I went, but mm-hmm. they had like you know six or eight weeks of of that. So mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure if there was one, you know, after one of the shows, but right. not the day that I went. I went on a on a Sunday matinee. Sure. So, but in speaking of the Orlando Repertory Theater. Uh, there were multiple organizations, you know, that were affected after Hurricane Irma mm-hmm. came through, uh, canceled shows. Mela Mancha had to cancel their show and the Garden Theater had to cancel several shows of Jesus Christ Superstar. 
Um, so really, it did affect our arts community. And Orange County just voted uh, last week to give a portion of tourist tax dollars uh, to the arts community and to the arts organizations that applied. And, and CFC Arts is one of those. But many organizations, including the rep, because of canceled shows of Newsies, was able to recoup some of those costs. Yes, because by there's the revenue they depend on from absolutely. those shows. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's for a lot of the uh, uh, theaters, that was opening weekend of their season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, usually opening weekend is the biggest blockbuster yes. weekend of the run. And you put the most money in that production, yeah. hoping to get the most back. Opening night receptions, mm-hmm. all those types of things. So it really, truly did impact the arts community. So wow. kudos to Orange County for looking yes. out for us. That says a lot that that was not, that was just done. Yeah, absolutely. We did the right thing. So we have a fun show today. I'm excited about it. I'm a little biased, I have to admit, you know, but. Well, I know that, well, will you please do the introduction and then I will take it from there because I'm not going to have you go further and listeners will explain what that means in a moment. Sure. So uh, we, for the last almost three years now, you and I have been doing a TV show and a radio show promoting the arts in Central Florida and what an honor that is. And rarely we get to talk about Central Florida Community Arts, which is my real job outside of this <laughs> radio mm-hmm. show. And uh, so today we just have some of our team members on to talk about the work that we're doing on stage. So you and I talk you know, pretty regularly about grants that we might be mm-hmm. doing or arts and wellness programs or different things like that. But today we have some of our team members who uh, are, are have something to do with marketing or production or development when it comes to what we put on our stage. So mm-hmm. excited to talk to them. So we have a lot of your muscle here. A we lot. do have a lot of muscle here, mm-hmm. yes. A lot of goodness and muscle. Goodness and muscle that help you get done what you need to do. I don't think I'll ever say that again. A lot of goodness and muscle. I don't know <laughs> if that will ever come out of my mouth again, just like that. <laughs> it made sense, though. <laughs> looking at this room of talent, it made sense. Well, I am so happy. I'm looking forward to this show because... Your organization does so much. It has grown so quickly into such a big fabric, part of the fabric of our community that in order to talk about it today, it takes all of you here. And there are things that you can't say that I'm looking forward to hearing from your team. There's stuff that I don't even know anymore, and I'm very excited to be able to admit that, which is good. Oh, yay. Yeah. Yeah, let's see if you feel that way at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Will you do our grand introduction? Sure. So we have Russell Stevens, who's our development manager. He works in all of our fundraising efforts uh, when it comes to grants and sponsorships and individual giving. But one of the reasons he's on the show today is he's in our upcoming production of Hunchback of Notre Dame in February. He's playing one of the lead roles in that. Was also a lead in Titanic the Musical. So Russell's a great performer. So we're going to talk a little bit about that show and what that means and the story behind that. And then we have Sean Middlebrook who is our Senior Director of Creative Development and Production, which is a really big title because he got a big job. We produce about 36 different shows a year, and he oversees all of the staffing, budgets, uh, venues, and everything when it comes to all of our productions wow. and shows for all of our programs. And we have Leah Parada, who is our Director of Education and Youth Programs. So she also has a very big role in that she oversees and gives vision and oversight to our all of our youth programs, uh, our School of Performing Arts, our youth orchestra, and all of the, the youth outreach programs that we do. So um, she's got a very big role as well and a very large staff. Yeah. So she's going to talk about what's happening and what's upcoming uh, just the next few weeks in our youth shows. And then we have Erin Stilson, who is about to change roles very soon, which we're super excited about. But she's a teaching artist with Central Florida Community Arts, but she also is the administrator of our Arts in Action programs, uh, which is a new program that we started for healthy aging adults funded by the Winnipeg Health Foundation. Of which I'm a part. Which you badly. are a part of. Yes, you're one of the teaching Thank artists for, for storytelling. Me. And then Matt Heim, who's going to jump on in the next section, uh, segment. He is our senior director of marketing communications. So 
He is in charge of the branding and the message of this organization out in the community to our donors and our patrons and our artists. Uh, but he also is in charge of filling seats wow. and making sure we have people there to to see all of our wonderful shows. Wow. So Russell, Sean, Leah, Aaron, Matt. Welcome. Welcome to the team behind your leader. <laughs> <laughs> I know that he depends on you greatly. Um, so what makes you the most proud to be a part of Central Florida Community Arts? We'll start with you, Russell. Wait, okay, we'll go. <laughs> and then um, we sort of do it as a conversation, but uh, if you don't, I'll just point to you. Well, uh, for me, for so many reasons, I love being a part of this organization, both, as Josh mentioned, as a performer and now on staff for almost a year. Um, but what I love is that we, across the board, all of our performances that we put on, which are myriad throughout the year, I think 36 is the number of individual productions that we're doing just this year, several performances, each of most of those. But um, aside from the incredible quality of all of those performances, um, we back it up with somehow an even more extensive array of outreach programs and um, programs for people that otherwise normally wouldn't be able to have access to the arts at all. Um, so like you had mentioned, you're part of our um, Arts in Action program, which we've just launched thanks to the Wonderful Park Health Foundation. Um, then there's also the Musical Minds program, which brings people who have the early stages of Alzheimer's or dementia or other forms of memory loss and brings them in with our teaching artists and our volunteers to use music and singing and group interaction as a therapeutic tool to um, to help ease them into that because uh, there's sadly no cure for it yet but there's so much research um, some of which has been directed at that individual program to suggest that um, the use of music is extremely helpful in easing those effects. So it sounds like what makes you very proud is that you're not just sharing music, but you're sharing a way to have people incorporate music to better their lives. Yeah, um, there there are so many great organizations in town and uh, that come to Orlando that, that do amazing performances. And I love that we are able to do that, but we're also able to not just give people tickets to shows, mm -hmm. but we're able to use um, the wealth of artistic experience that comprises our, our staff and our artistic team mm -hmm. to legitimately make people's lives better on a daily basis. That's amazing. That's above and beyond. Sean, how about you? I think for me, um, part of it is that we, we don't have to audition to be in a number of our, our parts of our organization. So example, our orchestra and our choir, two of our largest parts of the organization, do not require an audition. So it means that we accept anyone who maybe wants to be a part of the organization just as a whole, regardless of their background or experience, can be a part of it. And that is something that's really important to be able to offer to the Central Florida community because Sometimes you just want to get involved and you're not sure how. You just want to sing and you don't want someone to tell you exactly. you can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, some of us can really sing great in the shower or in the car, but you <laughs> know what? I can come on a Monday night to a choir rehearsal and be part of something that's bigger and be, be proud of it, regardless mm -hmm. of how good I am, as long as I'm making those connections and part being part of that community. That's beautiful, Sean. Thank you. Thanks. Yes. All right. We're moving on to Leah. Oh, great. I love this question. Um, of course, I've, I'm biased uh, as director of education and youth programs to think about our families in this question. Um, I am so proud that we, one of our founding tenets in our youth programs was that we would never turn away a child or family because of inability to pay. Mm. Um, that is a huge, huge 
um, principle that we live by in, in the education department here. Um, and that is so true. We have more than 100 kids um, in our programs every single week. And many of them we see more than once a week. They might do a program that meets more than one day, or they might take voice lessons and do a musical theater program, um, or same thing with our youth orchestra. And a large percentage of those are um, foster families or um, families who simply just don't have the means to enroll their kids in all the things that they wish that they had access to. But through CFC Art, they do. Um, And I'm so proud to be able to offer so many wonderful opportunities to families at, in many cases, no cost or a a significantly reduced cost. Um, All of our programs are very affordable, um, but we do always go the extra mile for those families who just don't have the resources to offer their kids um, all the opportunities that we possibly can. That's beautiful. I mean, the idea that you like that we can give this to you. Oh, yes. No matter what you can afford or what you can't afford. Mm-hmm. I, that says a lot about the heart of your organization. Thank you. Thank you. Erin, <laughs> what makes you proud? Um, well, having been very new to this organization, I've only been involved for a little over a year. Um, but it's really one of the first places that I've worked outside of a theater setting uh, where I'm just, I love the people that I work with every single day. I really... I've worked a lot of different jobs, and I've never had the daily dose of just positivity and warmth and collaboration, and I really do appreciate that, and I think that it feeds into all areas of the program, um, especially the volunteers. Uh, I've never seen a non-for-profit work with volunteers that dedicate a lot of time mm. and a lot of energy um, you know, with, with such dedication. You know, you just don't really see that with volunteers. They usually, they'll join up and then they'll, you know, it's too much work or it's too much time and they leave. Mm. Um, but not so with this organization. So that's very inspiring on a daily that's basis. That's lovely. You are truly a cast backstage and on stage. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt, we're going to come right back and ask you that. And of course, you too, Joshua. But right now we have to go on a break. Everyone, thank you for joining us here on Magic 107.7 FM. We are from the heart. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Mary Thompson Hunt, and I'm here representing From the Heart as the host today because my co-host is also one of our guests. <laughs> you're, you're, you're wearing both shoes today, I like right? That. Host yes. and guest. We have your team, your leadership team at Central Florida Community Arts, those that put it all together. We're so excited to hear about each of your jobs, what you do, and then we're going to dig a little bit deeper into why you do it. Um, Matt, you are next. We have not heard about you. What makes you most proud about your role and your part of Central Florida Community Arts. Sure. Well, I'm I'm one of the more relatively new, I guess, on staff here. Uh, but you know, I've seen CFC Arts kind of grow through the years, and um, I mean, it started as a community choir. I think what I'm, I'm most proud of is just seeing what CFC Arts is always doing to fill those needs in the community. So, like I said, it started as a community choir then we realized there's all these musicians in town that want an outlet to perform, mm-hmm. and not necessarily audition. And uh, so 
thus the symphony orchestra was formed. And then, you know, we started a theater program and the arts and wellness programs and then Aaron with arts in action. So I think that's just that, that ongoing desire to, to fill the needs in the community. And, you know, who knows what's, what's going to be next for us. I think we're always looking to see, you know, what can, what can be filled. What, what, what is next? There you go. Mm -hmm. Um, Joshua, from the answers that you heard about what makes your team proud, any surprises? No, I don't think so. I mean, uh, I think we all are very aligned as a staff. You know, I think we we have tough conversations uh, mm-hmm. behind the scenes. We have leadership thoughts with Rob Lott where we talk about things that most teams are afraid to talk about. And so... Can you give us an example of one? Yeah, I mean, we talk about conflict resolution. We talk about trusting each other in, in bigger ways uh, than like, you're not going to steal money off my desk, but like, you know, just it, it, true deep trust for one another. We talk about grace, you know, and forgiveness. And when we do mess up, we talk about how each one of us have our own roles, but yet we're all still a team. So if one of us suffers, we all suffer. Like mm. we just talk about those we things those in real time. Yeah, we talk mm. about those things in real time. And so when we do cha- face challenges, we face them in a different way than mm-hmm. I think a lot of teams do. Um, and I'm, I'm super proud of my team. I mean, of course their answers today, but I'm just proud of my team all the time. We were talking and bringing some more board members on and our board chair who runs a public relations firm and has, you know, dealt with some of the, the biggest tragedies in our community says I've been involved with nonprofits for many, 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 many years. And I've never seen a staff like the staff at CFC arts ever who just go above and beyond their job descriptions above and beyond the hours that they're supposed to put mm-hmm. in because they all truly love the mission of the organization. Well, they truly what do you love attribute their that to? What do you attribute their love of the mission and their, the fact that there is so much love there? Um, I think part of it is the commitment to the culture that we were going to have in this organization from day one. You know, I remember those conversations literally in garage meetings or around the Perkins table, you know, or at Ruby Tuesdays where we talked intentionally about who we were going to be. And, and, and we made some tough decisions in the very beginning about things we would and would not be involved in and people we would and would not align with just so that we would, would really be something that was all about community and not so much about the productions and the shows and the the artistry and that that would just simply be a vehicle for what we really wanted to be and who we wanted to be. And that was a community organization that allowed people to connect and to serve and to give back and to really, and it really to belong to something. So for someone just listening now who might not know very much about Central Florida Community Arts, the one or two of you out there, um, (laughs) if you could briefly give us a synopsis of how you started, what you do, and why you do it. And yeah. As brief as you can, just so that they can catch up with us. Yeah, totally. So you didn't ask me what I'm most proud of. You're right, I didn't. <laughs> I did, I mean, actually. I'm most proud of my staff, honestly. And I, I'm not just saying that because they're here, but I, I have an amazing team who work tirelessly behind the scenes. And you say that all the time, I so do. I'm here I, nodding. I talk yes, about you all the time. But what I'm most proud of is the things that people don't see about us. Like? Like, it's great that they come and see our symphony orchestra perform on stage, but what they will never see is us in community centers and churches 
and on the streets, you know, or, or musical minds choirs or, or working with kids with autism or working, you know, at Pine Hills or working out in Bithlow. And most people don't even know that we do that. It's not on our website. We don't tout it and say, here's all the things that we do. We do a lot of group volunteer things. We do too. a lot of stuff. And, and I think that's what I'm most proud of is the things that people don't know about us. Mm. And I'm, cla- I'm actually glad they don't know that about us because it's just a part of our mission and it's innately who we are. So I want them to see things on stage, but I think I'm most proud of what happens off the stage. What's the secret to attracting people that not only have this talent, this love for music, but that also want to serve in the way that you serve, not just through your music, but through who you are? What's it, that secret? I, it has everything to do with the culture. Uh, honestly. How did you cultivate that? Um, <laughs> cultivate the culture? No. I don't. People ask me that all the time, and I wish there was like a, re- a good answer for it. But Anyone I, here? Have a take, yeah. Josh leads by example. Yep. He doesn't just say these things. He really does. He shows us grace. He leads well. And he would never say that. So I'm going to say that for him. And he's a giver. (laughs) You're very sweet. He's a servant leader, isn't he? You're very sweet. Well, and I think it it also comes from, I hate to use the word intentionality because that sounds so, but it is where it was very intentional from the beginning. And there's so many things I can think about, whether it was board or staff or even our artist where we went above and beyond to show someone love, encouragement, grace, support, you know, and, and that's been since day one. Mm-hmm. And now that's just expected at CFCR. It's like, if you're not that, then you stand out. Mm. Like you don't fit. Mm-hmm. Like we've had a couple of staff members. All of our staff members have been amazing. We've had a couple of board members. We've had a couple of artists. We've had a couple of donors, whatever it may be, who just don't get it. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who stand out. It's it's kind of opposite of maybe some some scenarios. Yeah. And so um, it's just kind of expected of this is who we're going to be. And, you know, we we as an arts organization and I've been adding this into my little speech, like probably all of them could give my speech, um, <laughs> the, the little short elevator speech. But I say we don't we do not discriminate against anyone, whether it be their social economic spectrum, how much money they have, their religion, their, um, you know, their um, even if they're tone deaf. That's what I was going to say. You beat me to it. Their sexual orientation (laughs) and even their talent. Like that's what I just added adding was Mm. truly that (laughs) we don't, we want people to, to, to have the arts make their life better. We don't want it to be stressful. We don't want to be competitive. Um, We want it to be something that improves the quality of life. And therefore I think we are improving the quality of life of central Florida. Okay, so you believe that the arts can improve the quality of life. I want everyone to tell me in one sentence, why, why, how? Someone listening out there going, what does that mean, arts make life better? I watch TV. I mean, what? Tell us. Seriously, I'm, I'm here from the I'll let show. Russell start. All right. Um, one sentence. I'm going to dive off the deep end, <laughs> and I apologize for getting really serious, but without the arts, I would not have had the strength to make it through my freshman year of high school. Mm. Wow. Okay. John. I think the key word is community. Uh, We are Central Florida Community Arts because we provide a community for people who just happen to be artists. Mm. Mm. Wow, Leah. Again, from the children and family angle, we have kids who are literally homeless, who this is the only thing that they do apart from survival. And that's what makes us special, I think. Really, Mm. it's feeding them with art. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. I I just love what you just said, and I'm going to use it from now on. <laughs> that we're the only thing they do outside of survival. That's true. And 
that is the case for so many kids that we impact in a variety of ways. So there must be such joy. There's abandonment, I imagine. Like you're not having to think about where my blanket is or my food is or my mom is. I can just sit here and sing and play like every other child for a day. It's amazing to watch. It is very touching, but it's the core of who we are. It's the core of who we are, and it's what fuels us around this table because not everybody's cut out for nonprofit work. You know, it's all of us could go translate what we're doing to the for-profit world and make probably twice as much money and work half the hours. But it's it's those stories is what fuels your soul and it's what keeps you doing what you're doing. Mm. Like I could go be the CEO of a million dollar for-profit business and make three times what I'm making, but I wouldn't go home exhausted at the end of the day because we're I was changing lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had story after story of just in one day of how I knew this organization impacted people. It would just, it would be a different life for me. Joshua, what you just said, what I'm making, because you're making not as much money, but you have enough money. But what you're making is a life, not just for you, but for everyone around you. You're seeing the connection. And that's even one of your, wow. I mean, I'm here I well, am talking what about I hope, I'm just so What I hope our teaching artists and our staff will see is that each one of us in our roles are leaving a legacy. And you can't put a price tag on that. No. You can't, the, the, the lives that you impact in the time that you serve a nonprofit you're truly leaving a legacy. And we only have one life to live. Oh. Right? I mean. I know. I was just thinking this in my soap opera I used to watch. But anyway. It's true. We do. One yes. life to live. So how are you going to spend those days? Mm-hmm. Aaron. Um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of piggyback a little bit on what uh, Leah and Josh were saying. You know, for me, I think arts is all about communication. It's about telling your story. And I think so many, I've worked with, you know, my students all the time. And so many of them you know, they're frustrated because of things at school, because of things at home, because of things that they feel like they've got no control over. And when they enter the classroom, it's an opportunity for them to express who they are for 30 minutes, for an hour. It's a chance for them to let their voice be heard where it might not be otherwise. Mm-hmm. Matt? Similar to that, I think the arts are just an outlet for anybody of any age. And I'm that's a reason I'm proud of, you know, where where I am here at CFC Arts. When you but say outlet, what do you mean by that? I mean, it, it's it's kind of what Aaron just said. It's people that you can become who you really are. Um, I think I think people will put up a guard. I think uh, in their daily life, and for that thirty minutes, hour, whatever that rehearsal is, whatever that summer camp is, or that outreach program. Uh, they don't have to worry about any of that. Mm. Mm. I'd like to ask that because I know people hear, hear us use these words and phrases often. Uh, maybe they're driving their car and they hear that. But when you break it down, then you start thinking about it differently. And I know when I watch Central Florida Community Arts on stage and everyone's expressing themselves and they're so physical and they're singing and they're, they're having a blast. It gives the audience permission to do that too. So you're, you're expressing yourself, you're experiencing yourself without thinking about yourself. And then there's where you're focusing on the other and the connection. And, and it's contagious. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been to a community <laughs> choir rehearsal, <laughs> they will cheer for everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, very they, true. They what, will, what a few of us have realized, especially with with the choir practices, if we've had a bad day or week or mm-hmm. our head's not screwed on right for whatever reason and we're having trouble focusing for whatever reason, all it takes is going and sitting in the back of that uh, 
the room where we rehearse that choir every Monday night and you leave completely refreshed and ready to get back in and keep doing what you need to be doing. Mm. Well, one of the things that I'm going to ask when we come back in a little while is that you share with people how they might get involved, uh, that you share with people uh, why they might want to get involved and particularly with you, if whatever, even if they can't sing, how they might get in touch with you. Because I think that's important for you to reach out. Now we have listeners that maybe are thinking, wow, maybe I, I do want to join that. Um, so maybe there's some little things that you can think of as to why. All right, we're going to be back in just a little bit. Thank you, everyone here. We're here with the leadership team of Central Florida Community Arts, especially Joshua Vickery, their executive director. And we'll be right back on From the Heart. Welcome back to From the Heart. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt, and I wish you could see my co-host Joshua Vickery here beaming with such pride as his team here talks about the organization that he one day had an idea of, went to garages with his laptop and got a whole army together, and together they all put together uh, this organization that I think is one of the coolest parts of Orlando. You all offer so much. You're very sweet. You offer a home, (laughs) and you offer a place to go to be entertained. Um, so we're talking a little bit about the organization, but we haven't talked about what shows you have coming up. So I thought this would be a good time to talk about, for, especially for someone who's not seen a Central Florida Community Arts, now's the holiday season. I love your holiday specials. So tell us what we can come see. So I'll start um, because I'm in this one and I'm extremely excited about it. Uh, we are very privileged to get to be the Central Florida premiere of the newly released Hunchback of Notre Dame Uh, which is based on the novel by Victor Hugo, but it still uses some of the same characters and a lot of the songs uh, from the Disney movie from the mid-90s, which came out when I was a kid, and I loved it. And I'm getting to sing alongside some of the most incredibly talented people in Central Florida. Um, That show will be February 8th and 9th, 2018, at uh, Northland Church in Longwood. Um, Tickets are available at cfcarts.com slash hunchback. And... It is going to be unlike anything else that we've ever done or that CFCR or that Central Florida has ever seen. Uh, we're expecting that the choir, which will be on stage throughout the entire show, um, will be close to 200, if not exactly 200. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the orchestra is probably going to be pushing 40 to 50. And then there's a cast of 18 um, leads and ensemble players that uh, play Quasimodo and Phoebus and Frollo and Esmeralda and then all the other supporting parts throughout the show. Um you it's, all put on great productions. The, I was telling Joshua once, I was walking beside two women who were coming in to see one of your shows. and oh, I can't remember which one, but I loved her saying, better than Broadway, better than Broadway. <laughs> and I can't believe how that, what they, they don't even charge that much. But wait till you see, wait till you see. And it was just, so, I was like keeping up with them just to overhear the conversation. Mm. It was great. You've got followers that you wouldn't even know. I, I love it. Congratulations on that. Yeah. So I can't wait to see you in it. What else do we have coming up? Dawn, you want to take it? Oh, good. Leah. We'll jump to me. Um, I am very excited because we have three big productions coming up for our children and youth. Um, One, the first one coming up is our musical theater review show, Realms of Possibility. Um, This is our program that's open to any and all children grades 3 through 12. 
Um, so regardless of their social status, their economic status, um, their talent, as we mentioned before, um, they are welcome to participate in this show. So we have between 70 and 80 children wow. in this show. Wow. It is huge. Um, and we have two weekends of that, uh, November 10th and 11th and November 17th and 18th, all shows at 7 p.m. Um, and they're at Grace Church of Orlando. So, And where is that? It's the one on Pembroke Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, there's about 100 Grace Churches in Orlando. That's but why I asked. <laughs> it's, it is a beautiful new venue that we are um, using. So It's literally right around the corner it from is. the iHeart Studios here. It's mm-hmm. like just over across the way. Oh, how perfect. Behind yes. the Chick-fil-A. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and, and, and once again, the website is for all of these? CFCArts.com. And then if you hit upcoming events or slash events. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then um, the show after that is Shrek the Musical, which I'm very excited about. Um, That is our auditioned troupe of children. So we've got 30 kids, grades 3 through 12, in this show. Um, They've all worked very hard. That will be December 1st and 2nd at Olympia High School. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. That's real close to where I live. Oh, great. You'll have to come and see it. I think I shall. (laughs) (laughs) And then our Young Artist Orchestra will be presenting their concert Saturday, December 16th. It will be called Symphonic Dances. So it actually takes our Young Artist Orchestra through a number of different um, dance style pieces from different eras and cultures. So Mm -hmm. we're very excited um, to hear them play. How lovely. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, do we have any other productions coming up that we can... Yeah, uh, our women's ensemble is going to present leading lady showstoppers. So it's going to be all the iconic moments from stage and screen. So it's going to feature songs from Wicked, Evita, and Hairspray. That's going to be at uh, our Central Christian Church location uh, this Friday, November 17th at 7.30. Tickets are only $10. And if you have children 12 and under, it's free for them. How many are in your women's ensemble? About 35 35 yeah. so all the showstoppers and That's they'll have right. some backup singers too amongst them <laughs> and the solo Who we don't knows? know we'll Mary see. are you free that night I mean you could come I'm over I'm actually and... thinking I want to go because <laughs> I I, actually, that's the group I would want to join when I join. Yeah. Yeah, I cool. like singing with girls. You should. You're uh-huh. welcome to. We no, also good. have a theater show coming up. We do. Uh, Forever Plaid, Plaid Tidings. That's the third show in our theater season, so we're well underway with that. Uh, it's going to be hilarious musical. It's going to feature a barbershop quartet. They're going to sing all of your Christmas favorites, but with their own spin on it. And you have to come and see what that means. That's December 7th through the 16th. And you keep your tickets very affordable, don't they you? They are. Uh, advanced tickets for that's $18, which is very reasonable mm-hmm. for... Uh, it's community theater, of course, but, you know, there's such great talent on on stage. Yeah, your community theater, I go to your shows and I see all these people that I am in awe of when I watch them perform where they get paid around <laughs> town. So, yeah, I, you all have some amazing talent. Even those that don't do it for a living are still amazing because they're all singing from their heart. It's yeah. so sweet. They're, they're performing with passion. And then our largest show of the entire year is our big Christmas show, which is kind of becoming a Central Florida tradition for a lot of people called Once Upon a December. And that is featuring our CF 300 Voice uh, Community Choir. And there'll be about 60 musicians on stage and actors and all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, that is December 7th through the 9th at uh, Northland Church. So three performances. Three performances, Thursday, it, Friday, Saturday. Is this the first time you're doing three? Yes, Because I always is. remember well, no, we two. Did, we did three about four years ago. We uh-huh. did more of a classical. We did a lot of music from Candlelight and stuff. And so we did a Saturday kind of a matinee okay. uh, performance of it. But yeah, and uh, tickets are selling really fast for this. So if you want great seats, and of course the tickets only start at $10 for this concert. Right, and one more time, give us the uh, website address. Yeah, cfcarts.com slash events, and you'll see all of those there. 
Very important to keep giving that. Because, yeah. And do you want to give a phone number just in case? Can they get them sure. off the phone? Sure. Marissa, our box office person, will love that. 407-937-1800. And on December 1st, which is just in a couple of weeks, we're actually launching our entire spring season. So when you go back to that webpage, you'll see about six new shows that'll hit that in just a couple of weeks. And if someone comes to see the holiday show and they're so impressed and they want, I want to be a part of that. What would they do? Yeah, um, they actually can join uh, by going to the website, the same website, cfcarts.com. Uh, if it is a theater show, in our Box Theater, you do have to audition for those shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every, and as well as our troupe, our musical theater troupe, which is um, the Shrek show this time, those are the only two things you have to audition for. Everything else, you just show up to the first rehearsal, uh, you pay a membership due to help cover some of the costs. And because then you, you have do to your have first sh- show. Sheet music and a place oh, yeah. to rehearse Perform- and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have to have directors and venues and all mm-hmm. of those fun things. So it only pays for just a small portion of the experience, but it does help uh, cut down some of the cost. And you're not just getting a chance to opportunity, an opportunity and a chance to perform. You're meeting a lot of new friends. Yeah, and I think that's what keeps people bring, bringing people back again and again and again to do shows. Is yeah, they love to perform, but they love the new family and friends that they've met. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we say once you've done a show with us, you're forever a part of the CFC Arts family. So I actually don't even know how big the CFC Arts family is and how many grandkids I have, but it's it's <laughs> I'm, it's thousands of people for sure. Granddad Vickery, I'm yeah. going to call you that now. <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Okay, so that they can also go to the website if there's anything that uh, anyone out there wants to contribute. What do you need? Speaking of, do you need volunteers? Do you need props? What do you need? So with all these events that we have going on, uh, the question usually comes up is how can I get involved and how can I be a part of something like this? And if it's your first time seeing one of our CFC Arts shows or experiencing something new with Central Florida Community Arts or just trying to figure out where you would fit into part of it, a great way to get involved is our volunteer company. Recently, we started our volunteer company this past August. And this gives everyone an opportunity to be part of Central Florida Community Arts in a new and different way. It's not just as an artist, but as a volunteer on so many different levels. We have positions in production, in staffing. Um, If you want to just come in and help out and be trained on box office and help out Marissa with those box office calls. Um, Or if you want to join us for one of our events as an usher or a ticket taker or a ticket seller, or even helping us with with concessions, that also allows you the opportunity to see that show that evening as well. Mm. So there's many different opportunities. If you go to cfcarts.com slash volunteer. And what else I love about your organization mm-hmm. is that you not only volunteer within, but uh, you do community work. Because mm-hmm. I know I've gotten emails where we're going to go out and we're going to help after this storm, or we're going to collect food, or we're doing the we're going downtown to work with the children. I love that about you, that you all get community together to go yeah. out and help. And what's great about that is that once you sign up for the volunteer company, you can receive notifications when there's new shifts that are posted for different events. You can go to the website and pick and choose the shifts that you want to get involved in uh, so that you can kind of schedule your life around it. Mm -hmm. I know that at Walt Disney World, if I ever do anything that's volunteer work with Central Florida Community Arts, they'll match the time. I don't. Do they do that at Universal or SeaWorld they or do. any other they companies? Do. So if you're out there and you're wondering a way you can participate or contribute, it doesn't even have to be maybe writing a check, but what you can do at your company, if they match your time um, th- or whatever you want from your paycheck, you can tell it, Mark. And I have an example of that. Several years ago, before I started with the organization on staff, um, I wasn't able to financially give to the organization. So what I did is I volunteered. 
I turned in my time at the time I worked at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. And I, in turn, was able to get a grant on behalf of Walt Disney World for Central Florida Community mm-hmm. Arts to the tune of about $1,000 each year. Yeah. Yeah. And just last year, for through Disney volunteers, we were awarded $26,000. So a nonprofit can do a lot with twenty six thousand dollars and universal employees I gave back about eight thousand dollars. So and actually Mary, it's a really great point, just not just with Central Florida Community Arts, but for all of our local arts organizations, mm-hmm. a lot of um, businesses and corporations will allow you to translate volunteer hours into grants and money. Mm-hmm. So listeners, please check with your HR departments, check with your leaders and find out if that's something that is available to you as a team member of your company. Uh, and 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 take advantage of that. Go out and and, and usher and volunteer mm-hmm. and and turn that into dollars. Yeah, isn't that a great thing? It we is can cool. Do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're helping in two ways, and then you go home and feel better too. What could be better than that? <laughs> um, are you proud of your team here? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I know that sounds cliche because it's like you can't really put into words when you are able to lead a, a group of passionate people who you know are working so hard behind the scenes. To, to do something so great for mm-hmm. the community. So proud, yes. I wish there was a different word other than proud, you know, because yeah. I don't know how to really put it into words. But yeah, absolutely. And I'm not just proud of of, of our staff, and we have a lot of staff members who are not here, but we, we have over 100 people that are contracted with us, mm-hmm. whether it be teachers in our school, outreach program directors, um, choreographers, and, um, and, and we're proud of them as well. And we're proud of all of our volunteer leadership. We have mm-hmm. so many people that the lady who's been playing the piano for our adult choir for almost six years has never taken a penny and she plays twice a week and has for six years. So we're, we're proud of all of the people who lead this organization who help make us happen. Wow. And let me just say this too. I think we would all agree that we would never be able to accomplish what we accomplish if we paid every single person, including our contract people and our volunteers, standard wages of you know what the book says, mm-hmm. we just couldn't do it. And mm-hmm. so because of the graciousness of our staff, our contract labor, our volunteers, we're able to do so much more for this community. And you're paying them more than money could. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully we are. Well, they are being paid. <laughs> and like, oh, we... Well, hopefully everybody's eating and paying their bills. Yes, we, we hope. must sometimes feed ourselves with more than food. Yes, that's mm-hmm. true. Sometimes it's a note. (laughs) I can't thank you all enough for being here today. What an honor it is. I get to work with your leader every week, and I see what fuels him even more so by meeting all of you. Um, I've met you all before, but having you all here at once is really special for me, too. Um, Thank you for being here. Continue doing what you're doing out there in the community. I know that uh, we all look to you as leaders, whether you know it or not. Mary, I love being a guest, but I can't wait to come back and be your co-host next week. (laughs) We've got one minute left, so come back now. I need you. (laughs) Yeah, well, thank you to all of our team. And who's not here in our senior team that we need? Shauna Smith, who oversees all administration. (laughs) Marissa Latanzio, who's uh, one of our marketing associates. Bia Silva, who's one of our marketing associates. Rob Lott. Who's yes. our creative catalyst? Hi, Justin Michoni, who's our fabulous Hi, orchestra director. Donna Roop, who directs Hi, our theater. Oh yes. So the list. Am I missing anybody? Oh, no, Jake. 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 Sarah. Sarah. He has the hardest name. Tell Cat how much you miss her. We miss Cat Gray absolutely. One of the founders of this organization who really helped us build our youth programs and built the foundation that Leah is now taking great care of. So yeah, we we miss her and Scott Kincaid who oversees our events. So. 
Lots and of great people. I, I, one, one day we'll talk about what you might be doing with visual arts because you never know. That could be a whole new you thing for you. You never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. That'll be our next show because <laughs> we're just about out of time. Do we know who we're, who's coming to be our guest next Flo week? Flo Maria Garcia, uh, right. who is the president and CEO of United Arts. And then the week after that, She's we have hoot. this. She is a hoot. Yep, she's she is uh, she's funny. I like. Uh, yeah, she's. I almost she called holds her back hot nothing. mess. But, uh, and then we have the Central Florida Sounds of Freedom, which is our local LGBTQ uh, marching band with I flag corps and everything. Are so. they coming in here with their flags and they're going to march? I sure hope so. Me that too. would be an amazing show. Me too. <laughs> well, then please join us. Then what a treat for me to have one of my favorite people and his favorite people, and now therefore mine, as our guest today. Thank you, Central Florida Community Arts. Listeners, we'll see you next week. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt here with Joshua Vickery. We're from the heart.